five four three two one zero and liftoff. Dispatches, a production of Blur Bank, is an in-depth look at those living artistic lives. Each episode will feature photographs and audio interviews with narrative pioneers who have taken creativity and publishing in their own hands. From artists to authors, photographers to philosophers, Dispatches will reveal the faces and foundations of those who lead the creative way. Hey everyone, this is Dan with Blurb. I'm in my home base today of Costa Mesa, California with uh, none other than uh, Gabriel Eggerling. How you doing today? I'm doing great. So Gabriel is many things, but uh, one of the things that he is is someone that I have known since he was literally a jelly ball, like baby, baby level uh, age group. But I started photographing you, we just figured out a little while ago, around when you were two years old. And how old are you now? I'm 11 now. 11. Okay, so you're old. You're kind of over the hill, basically. Yeah. And so I started photographing you back then, and that's how I got to know you and your your family and your brother. And um, we haven't seen each other for a while, so you've been super busy. I've been super busy, but I threw a line out to your mom and said, "Hey, let's try to get together and do an interview." So I have you are the youngest person I have ever interviewed. So congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) So who are you? In a nutshell, if I ran into you on the street and I said, "Who are you?" What would you tell me? Uh, well, my name's Gabe Eckerling, and I'm 11 years old, and, um, I have a nonprofit called Gabe Says, well, Mission Hero, Helping Everyone Read Out Loud, and it's a nonprofit that gives books to kids who don't have books, because I think that books are the education that you need. Everything, the whole education is around books. Oh my God, you just jumped way ahead. But that's okay. So I'm going to back up just a tiny bit because we are going to talk about your charity and we're going to talk about books specifically because I work for Blurb. It's a book publishing yeah. company. So, But would, do you consider yourself first and foremost an actor or do you consider yourself first and foremost a guy that has a nonprofit? Or does it matter? It, or, or do you just wear different hats when you're in different crowds? Yeah, I pretty much wear different hats in different crowds. When, how old were you when you first started acting? When I first started acting... Seven. Seven. Wow. Okay. That's that's pretty young. Do you remember the first thing you did? Or the, um, what was the first job that you said, I think I'm going to dig this acting thing? Well, I shot a short film when I was just turning seven, and it was called My Superhero. It was, um, it was really funny. It was a pretty funny movie where I was trying to get my dad to fix my superhero toy, and he wouldn't fix it because he was always so busy. And so... <laughs> The ending was really funny because he pulled out a shirt and he said, I'm actually Superman. Aha. I and think I remember that. I think I remember some of this this story. Yeah, it, it was a, that was the first thing that I ever shot. And that's when I thought to myself, this is pretty cool. I might want to do this more often. So, what, what is it about acting that you like? Well, I like that you get to be a completely different person than you already are because let's say I'm a really clean person and then you could be in one movie, you could be a really messy person. So it's kind of a challenge to go from one thing to another. But that's the whole thing about acting is that it's fun and it's a challenge. Yeah. So. But you also seem to have kept a really good balance in regards to acting. You know, you hear stories about kids that start acting, and then you hear horror stories, and that's why we have these programs that are on TV at night that, that basically detail all the horrors that happen. But you've seemed really level-headed. You've, taken, you've had a really good approach to this in terms of looking at it and saying, look, I'm just going to do this because I love it. But do you have, like, a, a plan for the future? Is there a dream that you have with acting to say, like, this is what I want to do full-time, or I'd love to do features? What's the, what's the goal? 
Well, my goal right now would be to star in some sort of big feature film and then just do a few feature films. Because I'm more of a movie kind of guy. It'd be cool if I had my, I have a TV show now, and it'd be cool of if I got another do. TV show. <laughs> but I'd rather do feature films with my acting and then maybe stop after a while and start to do some of my other dreams that I have, like become an architect. Okay. So, yeah. So give me some, some actors and actresses who you think are, are kind of doing their, doing their thing now. Who are the people that, that you like? Well, actor role models would be someone like Johnny Depp, because I've always loved Johnny Depp. He's a really cool guy. Um, actor friends. I have a lot of actor friends that are there right now. We have um, Jaden Sand. He's my best friend, and Cole Sand is his twin, and they're my best friends, and they're also actors, and we go over to their house a lot and have a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, but yeah. Features. And what's the recent... What's a recent film that you've seen that you really thought was great? A recent film... And your, has... mo- your mom's right here, so if it was like R-rated, just <laughs> well, fake it. Give me like a, something soft, G-rated thing. It's ironic because I don't watch movies very often. Because ah, you're, you're a big reader, right? Yeah, I like to read more than I like to watch the movies. The book ones are way better than the movie ones. Just let you guys know that books are better than movies. The book version is always the one that you go to. Yeah, I agree. But... Good, good film. Yeah, what's, like, what's the last film you saw that you said, wow, that was, I really liked that? Big Hero 6 was a really cute movie. Big Hero 6. I just saw that some, I didn't see the movie, but I just saw that name, and I have no idea what that is. I'm it, old. I'm, like, really old. It was a good movie. They just won an Oscar, actually, so they won the Oscar for the best animated feature. And it was a good movie. It was more like an emotional roller coaster where you'd cry at one part and then you'd laugh at one part and then you'd be happy at one part and you'd be sad at another. So, okay, so let's transfer here on from the the acting in the film. Let's get back to the the book idea. Yeah. So you uh, you were and you are pretty advanced for your age. And we were joking that when I first photographed you, you were you were in a diaper literally, and we took you to the beach and you started to eat sand which is incredibly commendable in my book. Uh, and I still have those photos, by the way. But when you're probably an early, early reader as well, I'm guessing, and what is it about reading that, you, that inspires you? Well, I've always loved reading. I read at a very early age. I don't even remember when I started to read. It was so early. Um, but I've just always loved to sit down and read. It would calm me, and it would be cool to sit down and read and then imagine the story in my head. Sometimes I don't even know I'm doing it, but then I remember something, and I'm like, oh, that was a cool movie. Oh, wait, I read that. That's an interesting point. So when you're reading, you're actually, your your eyes are scanning the text, but your brain is visualizing what it is you're putting. Yeah, no matter what it is, even if it's something that doesn't make any sense in your head, it's still, when you read the words, it'll, something will come up in your head. Now, you have been, had been reading for a long time, and then you ran into someone, another, another kid who was basically your same age, and you were talking about reading, and you said, oh, I really love reading, and I've got all these books at home, and this, I think it was a, a little girl. Yes. She said, well, I don't, you know, you read a lot better than I do. I don't have any books at home, and that triggered something in you, which was what? Um, I wanted to give all my books to her. When we got in the car after that, I started to cry, and I told my mom that I wanted to drive home, get all my books, and give them to her so she could learn and be smart. 
And my mom says, uh, I don't think that we can afford that, but we'll find another way. <laughs> and um, so that's really what triggered my whole nonprofit and everything. And let's talk a little bit about that. So what's the name of the nonprofit? Mission Hero, helping everyone read out loud. And what's the goal? The goal is to get books to kids that don't have any books. And is this in Huntington? You live in Huntington or Southern California? Well, it, is it Huntington only? No, it has. We have gone to. I've just recently gone to Guatemala for my birthday to give uh, books to a little town in Guatemala that doesn't have any books. It's a learning center. Wow. How, what was that like? How, what was that trip like? Uh, it was my first time flying international, which was pretty cool. And free drinks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you took advantage of that. But um. It was an amazing experience to go there, and it was also kind of sad to see how everyone lived in Guatemala because everything was kind of either a shack or nothing. Yeah. So... Kind of puts things in perspective. Yeah. Of how, what we have here and, and how many privileges we have here. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but when you walked out of Guatemala, what was your overwhelming feeling when you left that place in terms of the success of the project, of getting books to people? How was the reception? Um, I just saw that all the kids were really happy, and I read to them, and even though they couldn't actually understand the words, they were pointing out superheroes, and I got to read one book to them, and I had a translator to, okay. to sure. translate it. Yep. And so when I was leaving, I just thought that I helped all those kids, because they didn't have any books, and now they do, and they would be really happy. And so do you have plans to expand this or go to other countries or continue this? Or is it sort of, you know, just a part-time thing that you're doing? Is this going to, are you looking at this in the future as like more of what you're going to do full-time? I think I'm going to keep doing this as much as I am now because it's always a good feeling to help people. And this has already been an amazing experience for me, my nonprofit, so. You've also had a chance to get up on stage and actually talk to people about what it is you're doing and one of the things that I saw online was that you had done a TEDx talk yes. as well which yes. is pretty cool I mean Ted Ted is really cool and the TEDx is I listen to the TEDx or the TED radio hour all the time tell me about the TEDx experience uh it was it was a lot of fun to give a TED talk um and how old were you when you did that I was I think I just yeah I just turned 10 when I gave my TED talk were you scared um, not really, because it wasn't, it was really just learning something, because I got to make my talk, and then I had to memorize it, and I had to memorize it more, mm -hmm. and then I was just up in front of a lot of people, but it wasn't too scary when I did it, it was just more of a, more of an exciting feeling. What did you talk about? Um, I talked about my nonprofit, and I talked about the girl at the school, and, um, yeah, was good. You gonna go back? You gonna do it again? <laughs> Probably not, because they should have told you that it would take up 300 hours of your summer, because it was a lot that we had to do. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty serious deal, but I yeah. think ultimately it was probably worth it in the long run. Definitely. So maybe someday we'll see you on the on the TED stage somewhere, and I'll be you know old and decrepit, and but I'll have my old Hasselblad and maybe take some photos. Just a little foreshadowing. So you were also in a book about people who make a difference. It was a, a photographer by the last name Russo who did this book. And I was looking through it earlier, and it's pretty heavy-duty people in this book. And then all of a sudden, there's a little photo of somebody that I know really well. And I thought, wow, tell me about that experience. Um, 
Yeah, it was pretty cool to be in the same book as the First Lady, Michelle Obama. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it was... Um, where, did you, where did you do the photographs at? Was it here in California? Or did you go to... Oh, it was in L.A.? Yeah. Yeah. Up in L.A., big, you know, studio shoot, big <laughs> shot. And where do you get your inspiration from when it comes to acting and also doing this nonprofit? Because you're also, you read a lot, you're into art and creativity and art and creativity are two things that I'm absolutely fascinated by. And I'm fascinated by where people get the spark to do these things and why they do these things. So I've seen your drawings, I've seen paintings. What is it about art and creativity that's so important to you? Well, Art and creativity, I've always loved to draw, even though I already know I'm not too good. And my mom will say, no, it's fine, it's really good. And I'll be like, not to me, it doesn't look perfect, but... I can't draw either, don't feel bad. <laughs> I'll loan you my camera. I'll loan you the Polaroid and you'll be fine. So what is it, what, how does it make you feel when you make these things? When I'm drawing, it is feeling like I'm free in that I can just draw whatever I want. It's a blank paper. I can do whatever I want on it. Like, I can make a spaceship. I can make anything, really. Now, I don't know if you remember this or not, but years ago, when I was photographing you on the beach, and I was going around and I was asking all the kids that I was photographing what art was, what is art, and I got the most incredible range of answers from people, and I remembered a piece of what you said, which was, you have to be a little crazy to make art. And what, what do you, you still believe that? And if you do, what do you mean by that? Well, I do still believe that you have to be a little crazy to make art because crazy is creativity, pretty I much. I mean, if you're not crazy and you're just normal and you draw perfectly and you do everything, that's not really creativity. Creativity is whatever is in your mind, whatever you want to draw. If you're trying to draw out a feeling, you can draw something with creativity. If you want to draw pretty much anything, anything abstract, anything you want. And you said something really important, which was you said that, that, that maybe creativity in artwork is really not about perfect. It's not about perfection. It's not more even about, close. It's about feeling. Yes. Anything else? Well, I guess it could express your feelings also, drawing, just sitting down and drawing. Sometimes it's a stress-relieving thing to me, that and reading. Yeah, reading. What kind of stuff do you like to read? Uh, fiction. A lot of fiction. Fiction is actually better for your brain than nonfiction. You might think that nonfiction is good because you're learning facts about something in the past, but fiction actually has some science behind it that makes your brain, it stimula stimulates your brain. Then you better get me as much fiction as you can possibly find, because I need it. Okay, so looking at the future, looking where you are now, you're getting old, been out there a long time now. What's the one thing that you don't have that you really want? And that can be anything. And then I'll ask a sub-question when we're done with that. But is there anything that you look around, like you said, you look at your nonprofit or you look at your acting career and you say, wow, I really wish I had this, because if I had that, then it would allow me to do this. Well, there are a lot of things that I'd like. Looking from a kid's standpoint, a million dollars would make my day, but... Um, or 10 million? 10 million, whatever. <laughs> but... Um, what would you do with the money if, you, if I gave you $10 million today? 
well, I definitely buy more books to give to kids. I mean, I get grants, but to get books or maybe to get a plane ticket to fly somewhere else and give the books to kids, I'd totally do that. Okay. And there's not much to do with money and acting. You just have to have skill. So, and patience, lots and lots of patience. Yeah. Yeah. Because you go out on so many auditions and you only book a handful of them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've been doing this for four years and I haven't gotten a lot. So, you seem to be doing pretty well, though. And I remember going with you to one of these auditions in the Valley and there was a lot of downtime, but I was watching you specifically and you had your little, you had something. It was either a game thing or drawing something or whatever. And kids were going insane all around us. And you just sat there in the hallway doing your thing. And I was like, that's the game that I know. So what about if you had time, if you had more time or it could be anything? What about like, what's the one thing that you would love to have to help your art projects? Um, Studio space? Probably. Assi assistant? <laughs> Definitely an assistant. <laughs> Not to offend you, Mom. You're always my best Mom's assistant. Mom's always the best assistant. But Come I on. might need another assistant. Of course. Yeah. You have a younger brother? Yes, I do. And he's not a good assistant, right? He's not a good assistant. Yeah, they're ne they never are. He's sibling. a good brother, but he's not a good assistant. Well, that's a good start. Okay, so when I come back to you, hopefully it won't be that long before we see each other again, but yeah. let's, say that we, let's say that I get trapped on an island and I don't see you for five years, and then I come back and you're, you're old. You got a driver's license. You're ignoring me because I'm even older. You're driving around my neighborhood. What are you going to be doing? Well, hopefully I would have gotten a feature film by then because that, if from an acting standpoint, that would be the one thing that I'd want to get if I could have anything. A feature film with Johnny Depp as my dad, even though I might not look anything like him. Um, That's okay. Makeup. We'll give you a little makeup. It'll be, yeah. it'll be there. So a feature film, and then what are you going to be doing? You're going to act full-time, or are you going to be half-act, half-nonprofit? Um, probably more nonprofit than acting by then if I've already gotten a feature film. And what about books? Are you going to write a book? Are you going to author a book? Are you going to illustrate a book? What's the deal? Are you going to get into the publishing world? I'm thinking of writing a book. I might be writing a book. You might be writing a book right now? Well, Is that not, a teaser? Not, not right now, but I might be thinking of a few ideas of writing a book. It'd oh, be really? amazing if I could write my own book. Yeah? Do you write it all now? Um, my mom says that I'm good whenever I write essays for school, so... He's good. She's saying you're good. Yeah. You're pretty much good at everything you do, so I believe her. And I did just write a blog for Generation On, which is where I'm going to be flying out to New York a few days from now, so... And I think the blog was pretty good. They said it was good, so I'm just going to go with them. I think writing is like anything else. You got to practice. Yeah. You got to put, you gotta put the you time in. You definitely have to practice. But I think with the life that you're living, and I think you have a lot of things to offer. I think you should start taking some notes. I think you should start doing a little outline of some chapters, and let's get the the Gabriel Egerling book on the shelves. I'm tired of waiting. I mean, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking time to stop by and talk to us. Talk to me, I should say. And uh, I wish you best, best of luck in all of your endeavors. I always love watching from the sidelines. So um, congratulations on everything. And uh, thanks for, for stopping by. Thank you.